Hello everyone, welcome back to the Hawkins Do Copy podcast. My name is Lauren. And my name is Emily, and in this podcast we talk about all things Stranger Things. So, we are going on this kind of, I mean we've accidentally sort of done like a November themed month. Like all the November memories. Yeah, that wasn't planned. No, um, originally it was going to be all season one stuff. But we did Stranger Things Day, then we looked at World Secret Files, as November is the month of Will the Wise. And now we are going to talk about Secret Cinema, which we did almost a year ago today. Mm. It was the 27th of November that we went to Secret Cinema. And Mm. we've been waiting to talk about it. We spoke to Secret Cinema and we're going to talk about our experience. We got the go ahead, kind of. Yeah, kind of. Yes. Um, We're not going to spoil things. We're not going to talk about absolute specifics. No. But we do want to share our experience because it was really, really fun. And something which I think if they ever did another one with some with like a, a something that i'm interested in i would definitely go yeah we know that they're doing the drive-through experience in america at the moment and we're yeah. wondering if that's why obviously this way the secret cinema works is that it's a secret and you experience it on that day you go along yeah. you don't really know quite what's going to go on um from what obviously there is a few videos floating around instagram of the drive-through version in la LA. Yeah, LA at the moment. Um, and I think there are some things that are similar. So we're not going to get into that side of things. No, because um, we don't want to spoil it because it's so, it's such an amazing experience. Like, hmm. I'm so glad that nothing was spoiled for us. Yeah. Because living it was amazing. Yeah, we knew very little going in. I think yeah. we we had Googled a few things um, just to see, um, just gen- in general what people were saying rather than yeah. actual plot points. Because I think we kind of had an idea of what could be going on. Um, yeah. And some of it matched, some of it didn't. So And it was some, it yeah. was our first secret cinema experience. So exactly. you know, we did want to sort of know what was going on and it was different because it was their first time doing something which wasn't a movie. You know, mm. usually there's a movie and, and they watch the movie, I believe, when when there's a film one. Yeah, I think so I've looked at going to one for years and they were what I was saying, it's always the money that had kind of put me off really because it's it's not cheap (laughs) let's just say that um and as far as i can tell from how it works with the movies that you would kind of experience little bits of it and then you would then go and so they did back to the future um so we, we can say this they had loads of pictures people were allowed to take cameras for that so i think you went in and it was set up like this fairground um, yeah. like L outside. Then you would then go in, and then you would watch Back to the Future. And at the same time, some of the events from the film were happening with the actors. So I that's how, yeah. from what I can gather, that's how it usually works. But obviously, um, Stranger Things has three seasons. <laughs> you and we couldn't watch. Yeah. You couldn't even watch one season in a three-hour immersive experience, let alone mm. three seasons. So yeah. it had to be. A little bit different and it actually ended up being that we were in the 
plot of season three. <laughs> like we yeah. lived season three. Um, mm-hmm. So we're going to tell you all about it. Yeah. So should we start at the beginning, actually? Because I think there was so much that went into it back, mm. I'm say backstory wise. Um, because so, it was, it was backstory. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, Secret Cinema, you would... So, once you'd got your tickets, you were given these characters. And for that night, you would become those characters. And you would have, like, a genre that you fit into, like, a clique. um, That kind of thing. So, my character um, was New Romantic type. um, And was called Temperance Fisher. And (laughs) I still don't know why on earth I was given the name temperance because everyone literally every single other person i'd seen online was given this really simple like classic 80s name and there's just me walking around like so i'm temperance <laughs> it was just like oh i don't understand but it made it memorable it made it memorable yeah. temperance really like you know hit off with with the gang so with yeah. the party um i was a pop kid and I was I was Jackie Fisher, and we still can't under we still haven't fully decided if they gave us the same surname because it was we were on the same like ticket, hmm. or if it was just a coincidence. Like yeah. I don't know if we were supposed to be related at all. Like I still don't know to this day whether or not that was intentional, or yeah. if we just had the same surname. No, not a clue. Not a clue. Um, but then, if we were related, how on earth did you get Jackie? And then I ended up with temperance. <laughs> like, what? What? Clearly, happened? I was the favorite child. <laughs> I just don't. I do not understand what happened there. I, I really, really do not. Um. So you would go onto this website, and they would give you. So the idea of it was, it was like a Hawkins reunion. Um, yes. So at the nineteen eighty five reunion. Yeah, nineteen eighty five reunion at Starcourt Mall. Um, and before you even go, you would obviously get like a yearbook page, um, which you could share on social media. So you had to, I think you had to answer questions, didn't you? About yourself or kind of like, yeah, it was about yourself, wasn't it? You had to answer questions and then they would put you into like a club, um, what music and stuff like that you liked. And it was, so my favorite song was Tainted Love by Soft Cell. Which I actually thought, yeah, actually, you know what? I really liked that song anyway, so it fit perfectly with me. Yeah, mine was Jump. Um, I can't remember who it's by, but Jump for my love. Yeah. That's going to really bother me. We'll think of it later. Because it's an ode, isn't it? Why do I want to say the Pointer Sisters? No, it is the Pointer Sisters. It is the Pointer Sisters. sisters. Yeah. Oh, there you go then. Jump by the Pointer Sisters. Joint by the, jump by the point. That was my jam for the night, which I absolutely loved. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and you you could just create your your person, and mm. they gave you access to a website which was Fashion Forward, which is um, the name of the fashion shop, and you could mm. buy clothes from there to help with your outfits. Mm. And they actually had a Fashion Forward in the mall, mm. which was you could buy things from there and. Have mm. pictures taken like Max and Elle did, and yes. it was really cool. It was really mm. cool. Well, I'll insert pictures in the YouTube video. So if if you watch us on YouTube, or if you want to go and watch us on YouTube, I'll insert like our yearbook pages and anything mm. that we were allowed to insert. Because obviously, you're not allowed to take pictures inside. So there were other things 
on the website that I'm not going to get into because yeah. it's a bit too close, I think, to what secret cinema don't want us to say. <laughs> um, yes. But there were other things that were display on there and it gave you... It gave you general information for the day. To help you on the night. Yes. Exactly. Stuff that could be beneficial to you. Um, Mm. But you could choose from so many things. There were um, movers and groovers, Mm. rockers, punks, hip hoppers, like we said, new romantics, pop kids. Like there were a huge range of like sort of personalities and people you could be. And depending on who you chose, changed your path Hmm. during the night, Hmm. is what I will say on that. Yeah, so we all kind of had individual storylines that if you wanted to follow, you could follow. That was what I thought was actually really good about um, the way it was organised, so that you... If you really wanted to, you could just go there, you could drink, eat, do whatever you wanted all night. You didn't just have chill. to follow along with anything. Yeah. yeah. Or you could really kind of immerse yourself in it and follow your storyline. Or you could follow the storyline of season three, which we kind of we accidentally did. <laughs> we, I'd say we sort of did a really good mixture of all three of those things. And we put ourselves in this story. <laughs> like, in it. Yeah. Um, I don't know how we got so in it. But we were... We were in this. We were... Yeah. Random townsfolk one and two. Well, we were the... We were your OC that you would write in a fanfic. We are the... <laughs> we are the... We were the YNs. That yeah. you'd insert we... into a story. We were the YNs. Yeah. To the point where they would recognise us around. <laughs> around the thing event. with this... The thing with this that I want to mention as well, and I actually think that this is what started it, hmm. is that we... When we got in there, you could take... You could have a picture out in front of the mall and stuff, hmm. and then you had to have a bag check, and then you had to put your phones either in a locker or... Hmm. Um, in a bag which was sealed and could only be unlocked at the end of the night. And the thing where where we got lucky is... <laughs> this is going to sound really bad. I was going to say, we didn't get lucky because I'm disabled, but I had to have accessibility hmm. help yeah. on the night. So we'd actually spoken to them beforehand and they were amazing. They were so good. Yeah. The accessibility team at secret cinema were genuinely one of the best accessibility teams that i've ever experienced they were mm. they were on it they were really good mm. um and we skipped the main queue mm. of bag checks and stuff because i couldn't stand mm. in the line because i have my walking stick and, and it's hard so because we had someone there waiting for us mm. and was there ready to help us through we were outside of the mall before, like, pretty much everyone else. Yeah. So we saw Mike and Lucas. And Will. So, and Will. So when I was getting my stuff sorted mm. by the team mm. and they were helping me accessibility-wise, mm. Emily and our other friend started <laughs> chatting 
yeah. <laughs> to Mike, Lucas and Will. And that was then sort of what kicked off our story. So like, I mean, it's not, it's not a good thing that, you know, I mean, I would prefer not to be disabled. <laughs> um, but, it was advantageous you know, for this one Sometimes, moment. sometimes it, it, it can, the negatives can bring a positive. There we go. So yeah, we're and, just like chatting outside <laughs> to them. Somehow set up this plot point where my character... Because I missed this. Because I yeah. was talking to the woman. So I was talking to the lady that was helping me, like, mm. accessibility to us, because I was saying to her, like, I can't put my phone in a locker because if something happens and mm. um, something goes wrong, like, for me, I've got all of my medical stuff mm. on my phone, like, you know, if you needed an ambulance or something. So I was explaining to her, like, I need to keep it on me. Is it going to be okay? So I'm talking to her about, like, all of this, like, medical stuff and asking her what the protocol would be. And she was saying there's always someone on hand, like, you'd call this person. And it was it was really, really good. And my phone ended up in, like, a lock bag in my mm. handbag. So mm. someone could get it out really easily if needed mm. to. Um, and then I like left her and she was like, that's fine. You can go in whenever I like leave her, walk over. And Emily and our friend is just like having this chat. And I was like, what did I miss? Yeah. So somehow my character had a sister, uh, called mm-hmm. Sandy because it was the first yeah. name I could think of because what, you know, what other name would you think of when you're in a panic, when they're asking you a question and Sandy apparently had this massive crush on Mike, they were in the same class um and they were like oh i've never seen her before like yeah you know she's really quiet she doesn't say much and they're going like oh okay cool sandy fisher we'll remember that and then that's when mike turned up then because we were then having a chat with will because luke i'm going to talk about these like these are the real people yeah so we'll just, just give for a, the yeah. sake of this they're real people yeah can we also just give a shout out to the actors because they Phenomenal. were, yeah, and I have to just, I have to praise the person that was playing Mike, though, because it was eerily accurate. Yeah. Like, they had yeah. Finn Wolfhard's mannerisms down. Yes, they Like, did. it was like they he really was there. Did. It was scary. It was. Anyway. It was. Yeah. So then Lucas is, like, talking to Will... Um, while I'm there as well um, and they were like oh uh, her sister likes Mike and then Will just out were like oh no don't don't say it too loud because uh, his, his girlfriend will do stuff and like outright told us that she has powers mm-hmm. uh, Luke's is like Shh. he's like oh okay yeah just like, do anything like that and just yeah well like, we were like best friends by oh yeah like night. absolutely best friends and then like Mike comes over then we went in Mm. and when you walk through the main doors there's it's Mm. like the mall it's like you know like a a staff court so there was Scoops Ahoy Mm. um there was Fashion Forward there was a coach there was the arcade kind of to the side as well Mm. and this sort of podium in the middle and you could go and go to where you're like like not leader I don't say like almost like the so yeah, with each like click, essentially they had yeah. someone that would essentially tell you what you had to do, like get you started. Yeah, like on a representative. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but what am I trying to say? Like 
not like head girl, but some like along those lines, like president, class president, class president. That is what I'm trying That's to say. It, I'm trying yeah. to think of what it is in America. Hmm. Um, so we could do that, and then we thought, okay, we will. So there was three of us, and we were all different. You know, like I said, Emily was new romantics. Our friend was rocker. We were, I was pop kid. So we were sort of mulling around, figuring out what we were going to do, and then we thought. Let's go to Scoops. I want an ice cream. I, mm. you know, I need to have a USS butterscotch. Need to try Scoops, hoy. And um, then we ended up decoding the Russian transmission <laughs> with uh, with uh, Robin, Steve, and Dustin, um, mm. which was also wonderful because then we were in with the Scoops troop, mm-hmm. who also remembered us for the rest of the night. Yes. Yeah. But the the weird thing about that was we kind of lingered in scoops for a little bit, really. I don't know why. Like we had our chat with Steve, and then we kind of just lingered around, and then Dustin like ran over, and yeah. that started that plot point. So then they had said to us, oh, "I don't suppose any of you speak Russian," um, and I've just gone, "Yeah." Um, and you can Emily actually it. does. This is yeah. like like that's actually like a thing. That's not that we knew what the transmission was because of the show Emily genuinely does speak Russian so yeah um and you could tell that the actors were so taken back because they were not expecting someone to be like yeah I do yeah and then like how was like just studied it at school (laughs) and so then this end up this whole thing's like oh okay well you can come and help like decode it with us so Robin really had like no (laughs) no like we didn't need Robin but she was there. And so then, like, Dustin's come over and, like, he's chatting with me. And I was like, oh, what does this mean? I was like, okay, so in the alphabet, I'm just, like, telling how the Russian alphabet works. Um, and so I've got... We all had we were allowed to take in notebooks to make notes. Yeah. So in my notebook, yeah. I've got, like, the notes that Dustin had, like, written in there. And it's, like, such a nice memory that yeah. I've got. And, like, he goes, like, D sounds like... No, B sounds like D it's like a space invader it's like a save for Dustin later um and then like the weirdest thing was though that another group of people came and joined us and they were like oh yeah I'm Russian yeah yeah that was really cool yeah and you could tell that they were just like what is what is happening like yeah what what is going on why why does everyone speak Russian now and it was just (laughs) It was just so, it was so strange. Yeah. So then they remembered us as well. Mm. So they were in it then. Like, Mm. so we we were, at this point, we were in the story. Like, we might as well have been in season three. Like, that was it then. We were there. Mm. Fully. And then, who was it next? Was it Jonathan and Nancy that we met next? We had a long chat with Jonathan and Nancy. We did have a long chat with Jonathan and Nancy. No, we saw the exploding rat. And then yeah. we went and spoke to Jonathan and Nancy. <laughs> because yeah. uh, they were like, we've just seen this happen. Like, we were, we at this point, like, we'd kind of started it going, okay, we'll play it casual, you know, we'll just explore it. And then by the time we'd met the Scoots troop and that all happened, we were then like, you know what? This is all off the table now. We're seeing them, we're running. We're in this. We are committed to this role, to this game. Mm. We are in it. So, yeah, we saw the exploding rat. 
and uh, we ran straight to Jonathan and Nancy, told them what was going on. I drew a picture you know? for them. I was like, you drew a picture for them of of the of the exploding. <laughs> It was so fun. Like I just, I just have so memories of it. So like, you came out of the mall, mm. and that's sort of where the fair started. Mm. So it was split between the mall and then the Independence Day fair, and then obviously there was the arcade as well. Mm. Um, so you kind of went out of the mall, and then there was kind of food stalls and places where you could actually get like genuine food and drinks mm. and and stuff like that. And then it went into the main Independence Day fair with like podiums and game stands and mm. a, like a stage and different things like that. Um, so Jonathan and Nancy's bit with the rat, they were in the bit by the food mm. um, and and that kind of area. And so, so we spent a bit of time in there then mm. um, talking to them and saying about the, <laughs> the exploding rat. It was such a bad, it was such a bad drawing. It was, like, <laughs> I, I, I panicked and didn't know what to do. I was like, okay, it kind of looked like this. And I'm just drawing this thing. And they were like, oh, okay. But then they asked us our names. They did. They asked us our names. So they got our names. I had to say that it was called Temperance. And they kind of just went, Temperance. Cool. Yeah. It's just, there we go. So we, yeah. just... I don't think at that point, we had we even started any of the story? No, we'd accidentally kind of done my storyline. Yes, we had. And then I had been told to go and talk to someone specific at a stand in mm. the fair. So mm. we went into that room for a little bit, the next room with like the, the main podium and the stage and stuff. And we, we spoke to a couple of people and, and then we came back out and it was really weird because we came back out of the fair bit and then there was Mike and Lucas just there. Hmm. And they were like, hey, it's you guys. And they like fully remembered us and we were like, okay. So then we ended up forming like a little circle, which they were in and then they ducked down and we snuck Mike and Lucas into a bar. Yeah. But like that whole conversation as well, they were, they like, they'd run over to us because I think... No, what would happen that we had got really into this phone call first. So, oh yes, the phone call. The phone call happened. Yeah, so we had been given a number that we had we had to um That was to. my story. Yeah. I was, was given your... the number from the from the stand in the fair. I was given the number, mm. so then we had to go and to the phone because they were like pay phones. Yeah. So everyone's calling this number and they're all essentially going, Oh, it doesn't work, it doesn't work. I was like, Okay, I'll try. <laughs> so I put in the number. And I'm like, it's just like, beep, dash. It's Morse it's code. It's Morse code! <laughs> it was so funny. It was like, everyone was like, it's just a dial tone. And then there's us nerds like, no, it's Morse code. And then I'm like getting my notebook out, like trying to write down what the, being trying to like, put like, okay, so it's a dot, then it's like two dashes. And then I'm trying to like, okay, so what's this in the Morse code out? And I'm like trying to do it. And everyone was just looking at us like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it just, that was, it was, it was the most chaotic thing and because then we that's why we'd gone we'd gone to try and find mr clark was like who do we speak to who do we speak to like the person we were with like there's hopper hopper will know um hopper didn't know anything he just like passed us off as nothing and then so we went and spoke to mr clark and then he gave us information you could tell that i don't think he was expecting many people to actually i've clocked because he was like oh um 
are you sure it started with this? He was like, yes, we heard it on the phone. <laughs> I was like, okay. Um, well, this actually says... I don't want to say what it is because I don't want to go too much into storylines. It like it actually says this thing here. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe try and investigate that. Um, and then that's when we went ran into Lucas and Mike because yes. we were saying we'll get it double checked, just double check it. So we're going to speak to them. They then said to us, maybe we're going to talk to, to Dustin. We, yeah, we, we were going to talk to Dustin to double check the Morse code. Yeah, and then just got completely sidetracked. And by sneaking Mike and Lucas into a bar. Because, of course, I will give a classic Mike line. Um, so what happened, uh, Lucas had been all like, oh, that's the girl I was telling you about, her sister. And then Mike had turned around to us and was like, well, where on earth has she been for the last 14 years of my life? I was like, oh, classic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> classic Mike. Really. And then we snuck them in. It was, yeah. it was truly wonderful. It was absolute chaos and then they had like a big like dance lucas had a big like dance battle with the people in there and it was great it was mm. absolutely great personal playing was... lucas if you happen to listen to this great dancer amazing like, i think we were all just genuinely so shocked just like really great dancer well done <laughs> that was one of the highlights of my night was that whole situation like genuinely mm. like that was so much fun mm. and it was so nice that there were just little moments like that that, like, you can remember, like you said about um, with the Scoops Ahoy bit as well and, and that mm. kind of thing. Like, it's just... I don't know, there were just, like, little moments like that which I think really made the night. Mm. And we'd gone... We'd gone in at six when it sort of, like, opened. Was it six or mm. seven? Six. Six, because we tried to get it as early as we could. Yeah, because like some people showed up at eight, and I was just thinking, you've got an hour, you know. Like we mm. had the whole three hours, which was this like amazing immersive experience. Mm. Um, and the fact that we could have those little moments was was really good, and mm. we could you know be able to experience that. That was really fun. Mm. Um, did we then go to fashion forward? Is that when we had our photo shoot? I think. So. That's yes. I don't want to get into what happened on the way to Fashion Forward, but no. we, we we witnessed an event, um, which no one expected at all. No, like no one, and it came out of nowhere, and then it was over as soon as it began. It was oh my god, yeah, that was terrifying. Yeah, everyone was literally just no one knew what to do. No. And it was weird because I think we'd kind of before going in had kind of prepped ourselves for that sort of thing happening. Mm-hmm. And when we'd witnessed it, didn't expect it. But I knew someone, so my ice skating coach um, is really into Stranger Things and had been to this event, I think, twice. And they had said that they hadn't seen that moment. We, I think were in a very it was really good for us because I think we just accidentally found ourselves in the right places at the right times for Mm. part of the story we experienced things which like I said people that we've known has been like I didn't see that Mm. and you think oh that was one of the best parts of my life yeah it's a shame though because there are some things that people did though that that we missed and I'm like oh 
really want to see that. So we had been, I think there'd been one thing that I'd been spoiled on. And it was just, and I think we can say it because this is, everyone is talking about this moment anyway. So, it's, so there was one moment where you could play D&D with Will and all of that. And the annoying thing about that is that I knew when it was happening because there was one moment where he could have just ran off. And I always think if we'd have followed him, we've, we've done prob- it. Yeah, we probably would have done it. But I can't remember what we were doing yeah. at that point. We were were we with Jonathan and Nancy, maybe. I think that was the Jonathan and Nancy bit, and then we had the phone call, and then it sort of went yeah. that way. And then also there was a bit because Murray was there. There was a bit in Murray's house, mm. and we just didn't get into the house. No, but we stayed outside and we witnessed like. It was sort mm. of like the scene in the show where, like, Alexi gets thrown out and stuff, which is mm. really spoilery, I guess. Um, so we saw that happen. Um, mm. But I think it was just, yeah, those couple of moments. But it is that's what I think is so good about it, is that we had moments that, for us, really made the night, but then there were so many other moments that other people got to experience. Like, mm. even though there were so many people there, I think everybody would have had their own individual experience with the mm. night and got to experience it in so many different ways which i think is amazing that you can create something like Mm. that yeah but make like ensure that everybody has their own experience that's what i thought was so good about about secret cinema and that's why i want to do another one no i completely agree it's just because we were considering going again and it's one of the things i would have loved to go again but i always think at the same time if what we had experienced wasn't replicated I think I would have been disappointed because I'll, I think our first yeah. time there was, for us anyway, it was so good. And, I mean, it clearly is if we're still talking about it a year later. Um, oh, God, I think about it all the time. Yeah, and I like, want to make a podcast on it a year after we've yeah. been. So, I don't know, just one of the things. I, I just wish... I just wish we'd followed Will. That's my one, that's my one regret because I just knew. I knew. And I think I'd been talking, I'd literally been talking about that event for days and weeks prior. I was like, we need to do this bit. We need to do that bit. And it's okay. We had some good moments. We, we did. Should we go back to Fashion Forward? Fashion Forward. Um, so we went to Fashion Forward. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, the jacket I'm wearing is from Fashion Forward. I bought it there it's a hawkins letterman jacket and i love it very much um and that was really cool because you could buy sort of like hawkins high memorabilia and stuff like that and it was really cool because i'm personally someone that likes merchandise which looks like someone in the show could have Hmm. um which i'm aware that i don't know if that i've explained that well but like i like merchandise like this which the hawkins high school kids would wear Hmm. and merchandise that's like rather than merchandise with, like, a logo on, if you get what I mean. And that's what I really liked about it, that you could get Hawkins High pin badges and, like, bags, like, duffel bags, and it just felt, like, really American and really kind of Mm. high school. I think in the UK, we don't have hoodies and stuff like that. We... Not really, no. We have Levers hoodies, and then we have... At uni, we have some things as well, but the way that they are in 
American schools, they have like so much memorabilia for their schools and stuff, which I think is kind of cool. Um, mm. But we're just not like that as much, I don't think. Mm. Um, so I really loved Fashion Forward. And then you could have a photo shoot in Fashion Forward. Um, and obviously you weren't allowed any phones or your own cameras, but they had a little camera set up and it was the same wall that Ellen Max mm. had their photo shoot at. Um, so I will insert those pictures, but that was really fun. That was like a really cool part of mm. the night as well. Like, cause we could just mess about and have some really cool pictures taken and they were mm. printed on like actual like photos, um, mm. which is really cool because I think without sounding like a, 90s child I don't think we print photos as much as hmm. we used to and that's why I really like my Polaroid because you hmm. get an actual picture to put up hmm. um, the only frustrating thing about that was the person we think the person that was playing Joyce was also there with us yes and we didn't know that is one criticism I would give to the event really if I had to give anything that a lot of people did turn up dressed as the characters. So you saw a lot of people dressed in like Elle's jumpsuits or yeah. in Elle's t-shirts um, from later on. And so it did make it a bit difficult sometimes to figure out who was Elle and who was someone dressed as Elle. That. And so yes. when Joyce was there and was trying to make little bits of conversation with us, we didn't know if it was if Joyce. If it was actually Joyce. And we could have potentially got into a photo shoot with us. And it yeah. just yeah, it's just little moments like that. I think I don't know. I, I don't know if it's a thing that for future events they could go don't dress as the characters. It would be quite yeah. hard to enforce, but I think it would be something that I think would be helpful. There were a especially lot of yeah. Elves. There was a, a lot, lot of elves. elves. And a lot of um, there would be a few scoops troops as well actually. People dressed up as scoops of always yeah which like I understand like I understand mm. why people wanted to do like dress like that and like like I completely mm. get it but yeah like there are a couple of times where I was like are you actually it wasn't until we'd seen the characters in certain actual scenes that were acted out mm. that we could then remember okay because we didn't see Ellen Max until probably about halfway through the event yeah we hardly saw Ellen Max at all actually no, we saw that there was one bit in Scoops that we saw them with. Um, and, and they did a limbo throughout the, um, throughout the venue as well at one point. And they had their raincoats on. We saw them with mm. the raincoats. But it wasn't until then that we'd seen them that we were able to know who was Ellen Max. And then that made us realise who was who. But mm. before that, we'd probably seen so many people dressed as Elle before we saw the actress playing Elle. Mm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's that's probably my only criticism as well, actually, is, mm. yeah, there was just a, yeah. a lot of people in that jumpsuit. Yeah, I mean, it's a great jumpsuit. I have leggings. It's a wonderful jumpsuit. Like, I, I want to style. own the jumpsuit. Mm. Um, and, yeah, I, com- I completely get it. But when, when you've got characters, I think... It's the same way in, like, Disney parks and stuff. People older than a certain age can't dress as the characters mm. because you don't want people to think it is the characters and then get confused. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 I agree with that. I just think, yeah, for future events, it would be kind of cool if you could say, just don't. 
Yes. That's the thing, because you didn't have to. Where everyone had their own individual characters, they kind of gave you things that you could wear and yeah. ideas for that. So you actually didn't need to go dressed as, you know, dressed in the Scoops Ahoy outfit. But I think it yeah. was also the kind of case of, they did say you can go dressed as you want, you don't have to fit it, but it's, yeah, they did, you know, yeah. it's, it's more fun if you decide I'm going to go out dressed in like a lacy, frilly, vintage 80s top with a cap. And a neon you know. leotard. Hmm. I already own the clothes, essentially, that I went in. <laughs> and I, I don't know what that says about me as a person, but it was nice to reuse my shirt that I had I had spent money on. Yeah, I mean, why not? I've still got my stuff just in case I ever need it again. Mm. Um, but no, it, it was... It was really fun. I did I did really like the fashion forward bit. It was like a proper little photo shoot and, and um you could buy the pictures afterwards and I think I bought four. I think it was like four for thirty five. It was quite reasonable because of what it was and hmm. um I just find it really funny that I went into there and I was like, I'm not gonna buy any Hawkins merchandise and then I came out with like three badges, loads of photos, this. Hmm. It just yeah. it was just like the little events as well, like along the way. So there were a few um Mike, Will and Lucas moments we'd kind of like walked in on um, um, when they were just having like chats amongst themselves and that kind of thing. So we, we walked in on that. Um, and then we when we went to the Palace Arcade as well, uh, we somehow became delivery people um, for the actors. And yeah, so, for Keith. Yeah, so... Like there was a moment where the person playing in fairness it was like right at the end of the storyline so it was towards the end of the evening so we'd looked at some stuff in Palace Arcade and the actor playing Keith was like checking with us but like okay so you've got all the information it's like we think so and it was like okay your final task is to take this coke to the man who's working the like the strong man store yeah and at the time I was like okay we need to get this to him we need to get this to him it's our mission but looking back, it, we were just delivering them a can of Coke. Because no one yeah. else had a can of Coke. No, like, he just needed no, a drink, I think. Yeah, it, it was just us. Yeah. But we were so into it. <laughs> we didn't even think. Didn't even think. But it did mean we got a really good space for when the finale stuff was kicking yes. off. Yes. That was that was really good. Um, one thing I also really liked about the arcade is that some of the games did work, so mm. you could play like the vintage games, which were really cool, and just took me right back to me being a kid, um, mm. and I loved that so much. Um, but yeah, we got a we got a really good space when the there was kind of like two finales. I want to say there was like a finale in the fair. Yeah. And then there was a finale finale. Mm. We're not going to talk about the finale finale. Which we're not going to talk about the finale finale because that, I think, is quite similar to what's happening in LA at the moment. Yeah. Um, And then there was, like, a post finale where we ended up doing the limbo. (laughs) Yeah, I really... I still don't know how that happened. We'd, like, found a spot and bear in mind, we were, like, the only three people... We got there first as well. Yeah. Because we'd done the... We'd come out of the access door. Hmm. So we'd come out first because we were out of an access door. 
rather than the group of people coming out of another door. Um, but yeah, we were like the only three. Out of the <laughs> entire audience had just been asked to join in with the cast. So yeah. we were doing like this limbo of them. We took a risk. We actually did manage to limbo. Bear in mind, been... I've got a walking stick. Yeah. So yeah. I did a limbo with a walking stick. Yeah. I just I'm just very them. proud of myself for that. Yeah, I just went full backbend. I was like, please let me make this under this because I'm going to look like a massive fool if I don't. Um, so I've gone for that. And we're the, literally the only three people in the audience have been asked. And so at this point, we're standing... <laughs> Once we've done it, we're standing facing the audience as they're all clapping and we're clapping. I was like, oh my God, are we clapping ourselves? Are they clapping us? But like all the cast is like limboing next to us. And... I don't know, somehow we just, we became cast members without actually being cast members. It was just all... It was absolutely wild. It was so strange. Uh, Things, again. Yeah. The finale was... The the, the pre-finale. I'm going to say pre-finale, finale and post-finale. The pre-finale was really good. Um, Mm. Because obviously we'd been given all individual storylines and those storylines were not just for us to become part of but they were also for us to get information and I'm not going to go into the information that we were given because I don't want to spoil anything if it does turn out to be information which is possibly used in the show I don't want to do that obviously we don't know how canon things are no um I think the rule of you cannot talk about number one was also applied to secret cinema it was yeah number one didn't come up no at all but there was other information, so I don't know if that was Netflix saying you can talk about this because it's not going to be relevant in the show, or you can talk about this and it might pop up in the show and we've already established things for later on in the season, so I don't want to go too much into it. But that was really cool. And then every storyline kind of came together mm. in the pre-finale situation, mm. and it was done so well, and it felt so kind of you did kind of feel like invested investigative <laughs> can't speak um in that way like, you know like we could go into the mayor's office and we were using old computers to find information that yeah. the mayor had and information on the lab and looking through documents which was really yeah. cool because it was all sort of like laid out and it was like this little room and um you know you, you could do that information and it really felt like all of your work had come mm. together in this mm. pre-finale and showed everything that was was happening mm. and it was it was really cool i am only i'll say it only because there's a picture that i won't talk about how some of the characters were involved but when it they did this switch so it switched to being the upside down which yeah. i think we'd kind of been waiting for that the entire night really because we thought hey, it's yeah. going to get in there somehow and the way they did it was so because it felt cold as well oh yeah it, it shifted the atmosphere just yeah and just you could tell that everyone was just from that point like what on earth is going to happen here yeah so there was something in the finale that i think a lot of the audience were expecting to appear um like there was just an atmosphere when certain events were happening through it where everyone was kind of just suddenly like what is going on so i don't want to say i'm disappointed that it didn't happen but it was kind of a. I just would have. I would have liked to have seen how they did it. Yeah, 
I think, yeah. Um, I think, yeah, there were a couple of bits where we were sort of like, oh, we were expecting that to happen, but then wondering, yeah, how they would do it. The one thing that I thought was really good when they did the shift with the upside down, like we said, there there are pictures on their website of, of this and we will link all of their information in the description of the YouTube video for this one and stuff. Mm. Um, but it, I thought it was really cool because I think that some people forget that Stranger Things is, is a sci-fi show and there are bits in it that are supposed to make you jump and there are bits in it that are supposed to be creepy because mm. we've become so attached to these characters and we love these characters so much and there's so many humorous bits in the show and and there's so much kind of family and friendship and and so many other things that you forget that it's creepy like there are Mm. bits in it that are creepy and especially season three like with Mm. the bit with billy with the we'll meet again moments and Mm. and things like that like they are it is creepy and i think that is forgotten about so i liked the way that strange that uh secret cinema incorporated that because there were shifts in the atmosphere and it was like, oh my God, like what's going to happen? Is something going to make me jump? Like, is something going to come at me? Is this going to happen? Is this going to happen? Which I really liked because it was a shift Mm. and I thought it was, it it was done very well. Oh yeah, definitely. It just like the way it did as well. So it would be all nice and normal. Then it would shift and then it immediately shift back. And it was so disorientating, but in a good way. Yeah. you were glad yeah. to be disorientated. Yeah. Mm. Because it is such 100%. a risk, like, what they did, really, that it's, as we said, that it's the first time they'd kind of ventured into TV, and it was their first yeah. way of experimenting with that. And I think, like, afterwards, when we had to essentially give them some feedback about it, I would love to see how... I'm going to bring up the show again. I would love to see how they would do Dark, because yes. I think it would lend itself, looking at the way they did Stranger Things, it's a show that would lend itself so well to it because it has that really similar kind of vibe. Or something like, um, did you ever watch Utopia on Channel 4? Yeah. Or something like even Utopia. um, I wondered if they might do like Riverdale. Riverdale's not my fave, but... I can, I can kind of see it. Riverdale, if you're going to do Riverdale, do Riverdale season one. Because I like season one. Yes, that was the only good season of Riverdale. But yeah, no, it would be cool to see them do more TV because I think they did it very well. And I would love them to do Stranger Things season four, please. I mean, I, I'm i all for season four. And if the idea in my head of what's going to happen in season four happens, it will be so interesting to see how that's played out. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know... But we'll see. Just consider it. Should we say uh, that's our question of the week? What mm-hmm. would you like to see Secret Cinema do? Obviously, we've given our answers, but what would you guys like to see Secret Cinema embark on next? Yes. Is it just bad of me to be like, Stranger Things, every year? <laughs> just nothing else. Just only do that. Only Stranger Things. Stranger Things. All the, Just do two. Just do like a Stranger Things and then another one. But just... Mm. Like, but, yeah, no, I want to go back. I want to do it again. We'll just say thank you as well to Secret Cinema um, for running the event last year and yes. this year. So, yeah, because it, obviously it finished, I want to say the 1st of March. Yeah. Around that day, or the 15th of March, something like that. So it's it ran from 
beginning of November until March. So yeah, yeah, and they did so a really good job. Yeah, exactly. So thank you for taking the risk on it, and we really had such a good experience. And you should be proud of yourselves. <laughs> yeah, and Give thank you for, as well. Obviously, we got we got in touch with them to say about what we wanted to talk about, and could could we talk about it? And they've just been really great, like the whole time, and mm-hmm. um, wonderful about everything. And like I said, I can't praise their accessibility team enough, and. They gen- mm. it genuinely, like, I just think they're just a fab group of people. Like, I've got no complaints about anything we've asked them, any way they've interacted with us. Mm. I, I think they've they've all done it really well, and it, it's absolutely worth the money. Absolutely. Mm. I think so. The, like, as I said, I've been considering going to one for years, and I'm glad that the Stranger Things one gave me the push to go. Um yeah but yeah so thank yeah, you very good we'd love to know if you guys have been to secret cinema as well did you go to the stranger things one and what was your story and what was your thoughts um you can let us know but yeah so on the subject where you can find us and let us know you can find us on spotify apple podcast stitcher and google podcast you can find us on social media at Hawkins Podcast on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram and on Tumblr at Hawkins Do You Copy and YouTube at Hawkins Do You Copy. Yes. Thank you guys for listening to episode 20 of the Hawkins Do You Copy podcast and we will see you next week. Over and out. Hawkins, do you copy?